The NOYC proudly presents a very special Godcast series, The Resurrection Reality. On that third day, something more significant than an earthquake took place, something more important than the presence of angels or even a stone being rolled from the grave. On that resurrection day, a reality was made possible into the life of all who would believe. It is in this reality that the redeemed relish. It's in this reality that believers may boast, and in this reality that Christians continue on. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is so much more than a moral story. It is a reality that was meant for you. You know, I have likely attended literally thousands of end-of-life celebrations over the years, and ironically, the name is quite disappointing because they're not, they're not much of a celebration at all, honestly. Death stinks, literally. No one enjoys being near a corpse. No one enjoys attending graveside services. There's nothing exciting, thrilling, and especially celebratory about death. In fact, more often than not, to most of us, death means pain and hurt, heartache and loneliness. And yet as we wrap up our look at death and the resurrection of Christ this month, this is the reality of the resurrection as we know it. Death is a reason to celebrate. Not because of coffins and caskets, flowers and funerals, but we can celebrate death as believers because it means the availability for life. You know, during the ministry of Jesus, he was known for saying some pretty peculiar things, to say the least, many of which piqued the interest of the population. And one such instance is his promise in Matthew 16, 25, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Have you ever stopped to consider the order of events of Easter? It was absolutely necessary that before Jesus could rise from the grave, he first had to lie in the grave, right? He first had to die on the cross before he could come back to life. And the reason is that in order to be given life, you have to first lack life. You have to die before you can live. You can't find something unless you first lose something. And yet the transaction that takes place upon becoming a believer in Jesus Christ is often overlooked. If you've ever watched, you know, selfish little kids playing together, there's a chance you've probably heard a parent threaten them. If you don't share, I'll take your toy away and neither of you will play with it. Right? Maybe you hear your mom say that often. What this mom actually means is that if you keep and if you hoard and if you're unwilling to part with your toy, then ultimately you're going to forfeit your toy and you won't get to keep it anymore. But if you lay it down, if you share, well, then you guys can keep it. And this is typically how we interpret Matthew 16.25. We consider that Jesus wants us to lay down our life in order that we can keep our life. First, be willing to give up our life to Jesus, and then we can keep it for ourselves. We know that the life we will lose is our own, right? We know we're laying our life down, but then we assume that the life we will find is also our own life. Yet this is the realization of the resurrection. Jesus lives to give us a newness of life, not ours, but his. 
Jesus didn't come to change us, to rearrange us, to clean us up, brush us off, or fix up our flesh and failures. Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. He rose on the third day in order to give you his life. Not the life you once had before, but the life of Jesus himself. Galatians tells us this, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen, this is the resurrection reality. This is the realization of the resurrection. This is why we rejoice in the resurrection. You have died. But Jesus is alive. This is remarkable. This is a reason to celebrate because the life that you now live is not yours. It's not your own. Listen, dead people don't have problems. Dead people don't have worries. In fact, dead people cannot die. (laughs) Because dead people are dead. Yet you may have noticed that you still face problems in your daily life, right? So what gives? Well... Paul tells us that the life that I live now in my flesh, in this body, is actually Christ's life. Since I died, since I'm no longer alive, but Jesus is now living in my body, his life, through me, now, my problems, they're his problems to deal with. My worries are his worries. My cares, they're his cares to worry about. As Jesus hung upon the cruel cross... And with his dying breath, he proclaimed, it is finished. It was within that moment that I was finished. In that moment, I died. I was killed, murdered, and put to death. I gave up on living in the moment that Christ died on the cross. I was crucified with Christ. But yet on that third day, the very moment that the eyes of Jesus reopened and the instant that he inhaled his first resurrected breath... Jesus was not the only person who came back to life that day. I too, who was once dead, found a brand new life in that moment. His life. Jesus would go on to ascend to the Father and to live on forevermore. But Jesus told his disciples this. He left this promise. I will send another I will live within you just as God lived within me. I, Jesus, will be your life. Though I died as a Christian, yet I live. Yet this flesh named Josh, it's not filled with Josh any longer. But this flesh is filled with the indescribable, uncontainable, overwhelming, and holy life of Jesus Christ himself. Jesus arose to live his life in me. And this is why we can rejoice in the resurrection. Today's considerable quote comes from Major Ian Thomas, and he says, Our present difficulty is not our problem. It is his problem. It's in the hands of our God who raises the dead. Well, friend, if you want to check out today's featured content, it is Ren Collective with a great song called Christ in Me, and you can find that in the description of this video and podcast. 
We truly hope that the resurrection reality this month has been a blessing to you. We'd love for you to share so that we can encourage one another in Christ. We're so excited, though, for the month of May as we kick off a brand new series leading up to our favorite week of the year at the NOYC 2021. And during the month of May, we will be taking a look at our theme for the year, Unmovable. We will not be shaken. So get excited about that. Make sure to tune in next week as we kick off our brand new series leading up to camp. Well, friend, until next time, continue on in Christ.